Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? TGIF. Welcome to a new episode of Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com and on buzzworthyradio.net. I'm Nabelle J. Lee. It is Friday, as I said, February 11, 2011, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on your internet streaming computers. In just a few moments, we will be joined by Seamus Dever, who plays Detective Kevin Ryan on ABC's Castle. If you want to dial in into the show tonight, you can always do so at 646-595-4228. I just unlocked the chat room. Actually, just, yeah, right now. So if you guys want to refresh your screens or, and, and, and everything to get into that room, definitely do so. Um, it's going to be a good show. Um, for those of you that were wondering what happened this morning, uh, this morning we were supposed to do our makeup interview with uh, Tim Decay. Unfortunately, the person that, uh, our colleague, um, something happened in her family, so she wasn't able to do the show this morning, so it definitely had to get uh, canceled. Um, hopefully, in the not-too-distant future, we will have him back on the show. So please um, stay tuned for details if and when that does get set up. So I just wanted to make sure you guys knew what happened from that point. So I was just just letting you guys know. I didn't forget about you. I definitely want to let you know everything of the sort. So, yeah, please um, follow us on Twitter. We'll let you know. If and when we get something set up with Tim Decay again on the show, you'll definitely be the first ones to know. So definitely stay tuned for that. <coughs> As you can tell, I'm sick again. This is the fifth time this year. <laughs> the fifth time this year that I've been sick. Why Why is this happening all the time? It seems like I get better, but then it's like I get sick again. It's kind of like the snow thing. You know, where it's like it's snow, when the snow goes away, you get more snow. That's what it's like with me being sick. When I, when the sickness goes away, I get sick. You know? And I had a flu shot. I had a flu shot. So why am I getting sick? Isn't that nice? It seems like when I didn't have a flu shot, I didn't get sick. That's awful. That is awful. But I've been taking my Vicks NyQuil, you know. i got to support the Walgreens brand of it, though, but you know, I, I'm feeling a little bit better today. I still have a cough in me, but it's just like, will, will it ever go away? And I think it probably will go away until the summer. Isn't that terrible? But, you know, that that such is life. Um, I did want to promote uh, a show that Dan Kroll is having on voiceamerica.com. Uh, tonight he's having his Valentine's special, where he will be having on, from the stars of Days of Our Lives, Joe Muscolo and Lauren Coslow. Make sure you guys check that out. It starts at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So I want you guys to check that show out. I love Soap Central Live. Soap Central Live is a really good show. And for somebody who loves soaps as much as I do, um, it's definitely a show for you. And definitely check that out. I would definitely love it if you guys were able to listen to the show. It's a very good show. Thank. It's been renewed for another season. So congratulations, Dan, for all your hard work. You're getting ready to celebrate 16 years of doing SoapCentral.com. 
I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing that you've been able to do something like this for so many years. I think it's amazing. So I commend you for that. So keep up the great work, and I'll definitely be there listening to the show tonight. So I'm very, very happy for you. So make sure you guys check that out. As with any show that you have missed here on this program, if you missed it live, you can always download our archives here on the website at blogtalkradio.com, as well as our official website at buzzworthyradio.net. You can also even download them off of iTunes. We are on iTunes. Just look for Buzzworthy Radio. All of our shows are there. So you can always download our shows if you happen to miss a show live. So I'm very... I encourage, let us change that. I encourage you to listen to the shows that you missed. The ones that I'm encouraging you to listen to were the ones that I did a few days ago. Uh, this past Monday, I did an interview with John Huertas. Please listen to that show. Funny dude. Love him. Great guy. Love to have him back on the show. Uh, the other one that I did an interview with, I did two I did two interviews in one day. The first one was with Diane Carroll, uh, the epitome of an icon. The epitome of an icon. Love her to pieces. Love her to pieces. It was just, it just seemed fitting to have her on the show, especially since it is Black History Month. We were able to talk about the stigma of seeing in that time where it seemed taboo. You know, an African American, especially an African American woman, in a lead role that's basically the opposite of what you would see of an African American woman. You know, she was a mother. She played a nurse in the hospital. You know, I mean, she she broke that mold. She broke that mold. And as and as Silas said the one day, she pretty much said, yes, we can before anybody else could. I definitely encourage you to listen to that interview. Definitely encourage it. I would love to have her back on for a longer visit. Love to have her back on for a longer visit. I think that it would be a good... It would be a good show if she were on there and she was able to explain to everybody everything that she's been through for being a, a wonderful television versatile actress. But I definitely encourage you to listen to that show. I definitely encourage you to listen to Hillary B. Smith. Love that woman. Love her to death. She's so close with her fans. You know, it's it's very interesting to talk to somebody. And that's some of the things that is not a rarity on this show, but it is very interesting every time I see it, is that there's so many soap, soap stars that that pretty much know their fans by name. I think that's so cool. You know, I, I'm always enthralled with it. it. It just seems so interesting to me. And hearing her know exactly who her fans are by name and calling them out by name when they're on the phone, I just... I just thought it was absolutely great and funny at the same time, but I actually thought it, it was just absolutely hysterically awesome. It it really it really makes me look at it and go like these these stars really appreciate their fans and they would not be here if it weren't for them. I think it's the great I think it's a really huge deal. So I'm very happy for it. I'm very happy for that. So make sure you check that out too. That those two interviews were on Tuesday. Those two interviews were on Tuesday, so you can definitely find them on the on both websites and on iTunes for those shows. Um, I wanted to make mention because somebody sent me an email a few days ago. They're basically having a campaign to boycott the Young and the Restless until Daniel Goddard has returned. Basically, they wanted me to mention exactly what it is they're doing um, in order for them to 
bring back Daniel Goddard to the show. Um, there's a lot of petitions that are going out right now, and you can find most of them on Twitter. The links to where these petitions are taking place. If not on Twitter, there's plenty of people on Facebook that have been putting out the petition links. But definitely on Twitter, it would probably be your best bet to keep track of it if you follow Ashby's Angels. Definitely follow Ashby's Angels. They'll be able to hit up the links for you to sign the petition um, for Daniel Goddard to stay on the show. I wanted to make mention of that. They wanted me to write an article. So I will write an article up in the next few days. So please stay tuned for that. Uh, 213 Area Code, you're on the line. How are you? Yes, hi. Is this uh, is this Navelle? It is Navelle. Navelle, hi. This is Seamus Dever. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Sorry about my lateness. I was cutting some wood, and that's not a euphemism uh, in my oh, backyard dear. tonight. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> some home improvement projects I'm doing, so I'm taking advantage of my day off. Anyway, so hi. Glad to be here. I'm very glad to be here. <laughs> I'm glad you are here, and and trust me, um, euphemisms are used on this show all the time, so trust me, it, it really did not shock me as much <laughs> when you said that, so I think I'm, I think we're pretty good, uh, but, okay. <laughs> uh, and I, I excuse the lateness, trust me, I, I, anything to keep me from rambling on, that's good. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm here for you, so uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to listen to me talk, they want to hear you talk, pretty much. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get to it, I guess. Yeah. So you you play this guy on Castle that I, you know, this this small show on ABC. You know, this yeah. character named Detective Kevin Ryan. I I heard. Yeah. I, I've never heard. Of, I never heard of Castle. What is Castle? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But I did have well, on John. I did have on John Huertas, and I actually did say that to him, and I, I pretty much got hooked on him by a friend, and I actually said the words, "What's a castle?" Like what's the castle? castle? Yeah. He uh, how did he respond? Did he embarrass himself, or did he uh, give a good example of uh, a good synopsis of what the show is so far for thirty seasons? Um, he laughed and basically talked about yeah. himself. Oh, good. All right, I'll, I'll talk about the uh, I'll talk about the show. So uh, um, it's funny <laughs> because I've been doing I've been doing a lot of interviews uh, like for like other foreign countries who are finally getting castle. And so I have to sort of search my memory banks back, you know, two years ago. Well, how are we sort of promoting this show and putting it in a context for people who've never seen it? Like, basically, like, if an alien came down to planet Earth, how would you describe <laughs> Castle as a show and as a premise and as a plot to, uh, to someone who's never seen it before? Well, okay, um, Castle is a show about a uh, famous mystery writer who is looking, uh, who at the very beginning... Of, of its show, he, uh, he gets brought in for a series of murders that are copycat murders based on uh, some of his books. He had a, uh, a very uh, successful series of books uh, with the main character named Derek Storm. And uh, he's gotten bored of Derek Storm, and he decides to kill him off in his latest thriller. Uh, around that time, he gets hauled in uh, by the NYPD, and he meets Kate Beckett, who's a detective and very whip-smart and fun and uh, his equal in many, many ways. And uh, and she uh, he becomes very attracted to her and her intelligence uh, and her prowess uh, in police work and uh, decides that he's going to hang around and shadow her and learn all uh, he can about her uh, and base his next series of novels on her. So now we're uh, two novels past that and uh, in our third season of the show. Um, and uh, that's where we are. Things have progressed, and they've kissed at least once, maybe twice. I, I can't even remember anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and, I don't um, care about them. I only care about Kevin Ryan. I'm like, they kiss, whatever. <laughs> no, it's, right. all part of the, it's all part of the show. 
Um, and now we're we're in the midst of uh, 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 Kevin Ryan is uh, he's engaged to be married to his girlfriend Jenny, and uh, Esposito is finally hooked up with uh, with Lainey, and that's uh, ah. finally they're, they're finally a couple. So um, yeah, that's that's where we are. Three seasons in. And you know, I I asked him the same question. I'm going to ask you right now. Uh, you know, you already said your uh, your character is engaged to be married and everything where would you like to see the character go even though that is happening would you like to see kevin ryan like go further than where he is right now oh yeah absolutely i mean i'd, I'd love it if like john and i if esposito and ryan were were solving crimes uh on their own had sort of a a, a b storyline and that's what we're sort of involved in I, i'd love if the show evolved there and um i, I want to see more of kevin ryan's life outside of the precinct you know uh, like maybe there, there's a double date situation with uh, him and Lainey and uh, and and Jenny and and that would be a lot of fun I think to, to sort of explore in that direction. Uh, we also haven't met any any of uh, Kevin Ryan's uh, family. He right. never talked about his old. He's got two older sisters and we've never met his parents. So uh, you know I think that would be a lot of fun to sort of explore. Um, there's a reason why maybe three seasons and we haven't met his parents. You know so they're, maybe they're crazy. <laughs> crazy. Or crazier. I don't think he's embarrassed them, but maybe you know they don't understand police work or that sort of things. I think that would be a lot of fun. So uh, that that's where I want to see this this show expand for at least you know for Kevin Ryan. Right. And you and you and John have a, a really good chemistry on this show. As I said, you two provide like the com comedy relief of, of the program, and then it's just like I'm just sitting there going like. Wow, if if they're not related, I don't know what what's wrong with the world in life. Uh, <laughs> but it's like you work. But seriously, you guys, you do, you two work very well off of each other. And what what is your relationship like off the set, as well as on the set? Oh, well, we're really good. I'm, I'm sorry, all the way did that you know we we got to um, I got to work with somebody who was really cool because uh, it it could have very easily been the opposite. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I mean, our relationship is great. You know, just out of the blue the other day, um, uh, John and I are working on the set, and and then out of the blue, uh, my wife texts me and says uh, and says something like, uh, uh, "Ask John about dinner. What's going on?" I go, "I go, John. What about dinner?" He's like, "Oh, he's like, oh, uh, John's girlfriend and and uh, and my wife and John and I were all going out to dinner that night, and I didn't know about it. It was like a last minute thing. So, you know, it's like that. We're we're we get along really well." Um, and, uh, you know, we hang out a lot outside of work and we have a lot of the same interests. So, you know, it's cool because we, we, I think we really depended on each other from the very beginning, uh, that, you know, our, our relationship as sort of a buddy cop thing is going to, uh, is going to progress, you know, as much as we decide to, you know, really get into it and, and cooperate and, you know, make the most out of every second we have. So, you know, I, I think we both have the same work ethic in that way and, and I think that's why it's all worked out. But yeah, we're we're really good friends now. It's it's sort of funny. I gained a friend by being on the show. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I I'm very interested to see this this episode that is so centric, considering you were on a soap. So it was Nathan Fillion, yeah. and you know it's just I'm like really how did this come about? I mean that's that, that's like very interesting. I mean I know that uh, Nathan and I'm pretty sure you 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 pretty much are. Uh, you still feel connected to your daytime roots, so it's kind of uh, it's yeah. definitely easy for you. Yeah, I do. You know, I have a friend uh, that uh, that actually joined GH uh, after I did, um, Brianna Brown, who plays Lisa Niles on General Hospital. Yeah. She uh, 
he's a friend of myself and my wife's, and I have known him for years, and uh, and so I'm still sort of connected with the the general hospital world uh, because I get to hear from her what's going on at work and what's going on, and all the people that she works with now are people that I was close to and worked with uh, back then. So, so it's kind of fun. You know, the, the episode's a lot of fun. The other day, uh, I met Rebecca Budig and got to do a, a scene with her. Um, she's from All My Children, and so. Uh, we had to hang out there. Uh, it, was, it was a scene with Rebecca Budig, John Huertas, and uh, Corbin Burnson and myself. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can just fill in uh, exactly how fun that was. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I can fill uh, in the was, blanks. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, it, it was great. It was really cool. So, um, you know, it's, it's fun. I'm, I'm glad we're sort of doing a soap-centric thing. Uh, there, there, I hate to be a spoiler here, but there's, there's really very few, like, Easter eggs, sort of inside references uh, as far as Kevin Ryan and, like, General Hospital or anything. But we do talk about GH, and we talk about – I think we talk about One Life to Live, um, you know, of course, with, with Nathan there and everything. So I wonder why. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it, it's fun. It's fun. And, and uh, we have uh, uh, Jane Seymour on the show, too, this episode, who's uh, – John has a huge super crush on her. Um, oh, wow. And, and he's, he's not really shy about hiding it. So uh, – it's it's sort of embarrassing being around Jane Seymour and John at the same time. I'm like, John, John, what are you doing? What are you doing? Was he following around like a dog, like basically going like, <sighs> like the tongue hanging out and everything? Like, well, well, the other day we we were in our uh, SWAT gear basically, and we uh, and John took that opportunity to go up while Jane was in a, a fitting with our costume uh, designer. Uh, he, he took the opportunity to go up there in full SWAT gear and introduce himself, and I, I followed him along because he wanted to be a uh, hello, Gene Z. Moore, my name's Jim Wittes. Oh my goodness! I'm in full, I'm in full SWAT gear, and welcome to uh, Castle. So um, yeah, I think he's uh, he's uh, <laughs> he's he's got a crush on her. So yeah. <laughs> he didn't hi- yeah he didn't hide it very well. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Nope. Um, I'm definitely going to have to go on Twitter now and make fun of him. That That's great. You give, you've given me some ammo to use against him. I, I'm loving this. Nice, nice. Good. Yeah. Glad, to, glad to provide that, yeah. Oh, of course you are. You know, um, we also have, like, uh, this, this is funny. Um, we have we have a joke going on now because we said that we, um, he could probably sing the national anthem at the next Super Bowl. And, uh-oh, we lost him. We lost them. You better call back. Call back. I don't know. I think his phone dropped out because I didn't do anything. But um, but uh, we'll be sitting here waiting for him to call back. Let's see if he calls back in. Um, darn it! I wanted to ask him about the national anthem thing. Darn it! Uh, now I gotta wait. See if he will come back on the line. But um, See, now I'm switching back and forth between my switchboard and this channel on YouTube. I'm, like, watching this, looking at these episodes from 88 and stuff from Guiding Light and As the World Turns. And I'm switching back to my switchboard because I see he has returned. And I don't know what happened to him. Uh, well, you know, I have AT&T, so um, any... Oh, well, you don't have to say any more. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say any more. As soon as you said AT&T, I completely understand. Call failed. So sorry about that. God, yeah, wow. epic, call epic fail. Epic fail. I'll put epic that on my fail. Twitter. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I better see that on Twitter, too. It's like I was talking to Neville for Buzzworthy and then the call dropped because AT&T sucks. Call epic fail. Hashtag AT&T suck fail. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And 
we had a running joke that John. Uh, I said, John, you should sing the national anthem at the next at the next Super Bowl, because I have a feeling you won't mess up the words to it like Christina Aguilera did. And I wonder, yeah. would you sing it with with Seamus Dever? <laughs> and he said, no. <laughs> no, because I, I don't want to. He doesn't want to share the spotlight with that. He doesn't want to steal uh, anyone to steal his thunder. So, uh, no, yeah, it's exactly what he said. That's yeah. exactly what he said. <laughs> and once to sing it solo. So, um, yeah, I, um, I, I, uh, I, I would love to sing the national anthem at, at some point. No, I, I've, I've been singing it for years. You said you should sing it at the at uh, the World Series. At the World Series, that'd be good. You know, there's de- seven games. We could we could make it happen. So. uh yeah, no, it, 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 that, that was sort of strange. Yeah, I, it's it's sort of funny when a, you know a song you hear so many times, and then someone messes up the words, and you're like, "What, really? You haven't had to sing these for most of your life?" So, uh, yeah, and it's even worse when it's at the Super Bowl, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, sort of embarrassing. <laughs> why don't we just Why don't we just now say that whenever somebody sings the national anthem, why don't we just say, and now singing whatever comes out of their butt, whoever it is coming to the stage, you know what I mean? Because it just seems right. like here. It's just some words get added into the song that were never there before. So I'm just going like, yeah. why don't we just not call it the national anthem anymore? Oh, right, right. That's someone's interpretation of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's call it their version of the national anthem, but remixed kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Mm. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so how did how did you get into acting? What 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 basically prompted you to do? This whole entire thing, because you know, I, I thought people were only actors because they looked good. I mean, that's what I was told and informed. <laughs> um, gosh, you know, uh, well, I I I started acting um, when I was six. My uh, my father was a drama teacher, or was actually um, uh, at the time he was an English teacher at my high school, and he had he had done theater a lot of. Um, he's a he's a wonderful scenic artist. And so he uh, he sort of we, there was a play that they were doing at high school. It was a uh, cat on a hot tin roof. I, I, I was six years of age, and they needed some kids. They needed the little no neck monster children um, that are you know the kids running around there, May and Goober's kids. And mm. so uh, they uh, they are Gooper, May and Gooper, Gooper. They uh, they needed their children anyway. So I I got a. You know, my dad says, how would you like to be in a play? And I was like, okay. My sister actually was one of the kids as well. So there were a lot of, like, the teacher's children. So that was my first experience on stage, and I, I had a lot of fun with it and sort of um, was never really nervous. I just really enjoyed it. And I think from then on, people uh, started encouraging me to do it, and it really grew from there. I, I really never stopped acting um, from then on out um, until now. So, uh you know, so from age of six on, I, I didn't actually do any TV shows or anything in front of a camera until I was about 22 or 23 years old. So, uh, so it was almost all theater for for those things. But I've done, I think, close to 60 plays now. So, um, in in my life, so so it's you know it's something I'm I'm I, I like to go back to every once in a while. In between this hiatus of last season, I did a production of King Lear out here in Los Angeles, and that and it was really good and really well received and everything. So. Um, but uh, it's it's nice to sort of stretch your legs every once in a while, um, just to yeah. see if you can still get back to it. So, yeah. But uh, but Castle has its own challenges, so I'm I'm quite happy with it too. So, uh, yeah, it's always always trying to make it. Uh, I think what's fun about our show is that we're not trying to um, we're, we're we're trying to make the most out of everything, so that it's not like we haven't gotten lazy yet. 
Um, I don't know if that's going to happen in year five or six or whatever, but we haven't gotten lazy yet. We still we still try to make the most out of it. It's still fresh and, from what it, you're yeah. saying. It, yeah. Yeah, and still try to make it really specific, you know, rather than just sort of like, oh, yeah, it's the same script as we've seen 500 times before, so let's just say the lines and get out of here and call it a day. You know, we're not like we're not doing that. We're we're still really trying to um, to do some interesting things. So I, I think that's why uh, all of us work together really well. You know, the four of us, uh, Nathan, Stana, and John, and myself, really work together really well. So so it's great. It's, I'm, I'm very glad to be part of the show. How often? This is interesting. How often do you guys like when you're doing your scenes? How often do you get away with ad libbing? Because seriously, I think there's some parts in episodes where I don't think they were written in the script. This is a fan talking, not a host talking. So now I'm asking a fan question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, no, that's, you know, I've been asked that many times before. Um, uh, and I think it's a compliment that people think that, you know, it, it feels natural and like it's coming out of our mouth. If it feels like an ad lib, you know, that's that's sort of what we want is that, you know, this sounds like something that the, the writers really understand our voices. And, you know, most of the time, I would say 95% of the time, they're the scripted words. Every once in a while, there'll be an ad lib. And usually it's like a joke. Usually we, we think of, like, if there's a joke that maybe, uh, the, maybe the writer didn't think of till right in the moment where we're sitting there rehearsing and he's got all the actors together. Um, and, you know, something like that happens. Um, there was a line yesterday. I have no idea if it'll make it or not. But we were rehearsing a scene yesterday. Uh, at the end of this episode, I say, um, I say, hey, let's uh, let's go to the old haunt, which is the bar that Castle owns now. I say, I, I found a route that'll get us to the old haunt in eight minutes. Um, and the line was scripted to just end like, uh, come on, how about a beer? And instead, I uh, I also said, I also said, come on, I know the owner. And uh, you know, just as a little callback. And so it's things like that where you never know what it's going to be until you're in the situation. You're like, wait a minute, I'm talking about the old haunt in front of Castle. He owns the old haunt, so let me just make a little joke out of this. So. Um, a lot of times it's stuff like that where you just realize something that will maybe add to the scene. And you always do the proper respectful thing. You always, you know, talk to the writer who's always there and you say, you know, whichever writer's writing the episode, and you, and you pitch it. You say, I got an idea. How about I say, uh, come on, I know the owner. And she, and, and she said, oh, yeah, sure, that sounds good. So we did it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, uh, it's all a collaboration, you know, which is when I think our best work is, is when we're all – we're all pitching in ideas and doing interesting things. So it it just adds to the show. So, yeah. When you see um, Castle being mentioned, and this was funny, I was watching One Life to Live, and they actually had one of Castle's books used on the show. Kelly, played by Gina Tononi, love her to death, um, actually had one of Castle's books, and it was used on the show. Yeah. When you you think of that, what is the first thing that automatically pops into your head that it's getting promoted uh, on another show as well as basically another show, basically? Yeah, I I think it's hilarious. I think it's awesome. Um, You know, I I think, you know, because Nathan's mentioned One Life to Live before, and, uh, you know, he obviously has a lot of friends that are on there. So I'd love it if some of the other shows that I was on, like General Hospital and Army Wise, if if they do a little shout-out. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, But, yeah, I think it's really cool that, you know, it, and and people who follow us from show to show, people who followed Nathan from One Life to Live to you know Firefly and Out of Castle, they um, when they hear those little references, they they love that. You know, they because because really they they feel like they're sort of inside of the joke. You know, inside of the reference. So I I I, I like doing those things. We we try not to do it too much because otherwise it'll just be one big reference uh, fest. You know, where yeah. we're, we're always talking about other stuff, but. You know, every once in a while, uh, uh, there was a Halloween episode. I got to wear um, my old uh, my old doctor's uniform from General Hospital, 
uh, and I got to be Dead Doctor Devlin uh, uh, for Halloween, which is cool. And uh, I even wore my my because one of the things I before I left in the hospital, I stole my name tag that I wore every day on my doctor's coat and uh, my scrubs, and I so I actually wore that in the episode. <laughs> nice. Actually wearing my prop, it's hilarious. Hey, there you go. You never know. Maybe we should like pitch that out there. Mention Castle and General Hospital. See what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slip, slip it in there. Slip it in there. I was like, too bad I can't be slip mentioned. It you know what I mean? Like work right, something right. out. Yeah. Work something out. But I'm going to keep watching Castle Spins again. I have to thank my friend on Twitter, Joanne. I love you to death. Thank you for getting me hooked on Castle now. Because if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be watching the show. And yeah, it's pretty much her. It was all her. She got me hooked on it, and now I can't stop watching it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's to come on the show, as well as for you guys. And uh, hopefully, we get to see some of Kevin's family. You never know. Never say never. Yeah, never. You never know. It'll be fun to find out what happens. So. Absolutely. I had fun talking to you, even though AT and T decided to drop yeah. your phone call. Yeah, I had fun with you too. Uh, sorry about the, yeah. Sorry about my cell phone signal. Sorry. Believe it or not, I'm in the middle of my house, and this happens all day long, where um, the phone just drops out, and I say, "Wow, this is amazing." Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's like hmm, you want to throw your phone somewhere, but you realize you can't. Yeah, you realize it's very expensive, and you probably shouldn't do that. So yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I tried to, I tried to do that myself, and then I realized, no, I can't, because then I got to pay money to repair it. Yeah, and it's just no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I hope you have a good rest of the day. Don't get sick like I am because I'm still overcoming my sickness. Oh, is it pa- going around? I, it's going around, and hopefully I didn't pass it on to you because if I did, I, I completely apologize. Yeah, you, you never know. AT&T, they could have they could have figured out a way. So <laughs> You never know. Uh, That's great. You never know. You never know. Uh, very cool. Yeah, very nice talking with you. Um, please let me know if you have any follow-up or need anything else from me. Just just uh, don't be afraid to get in touch with me. I would love to have you back on the show anytime. Fantastic. Uh, we'll, we'll, let's make a date. Uh, all right, then. Bring the food and the beer. All right. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. All right, thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, guys, that was our interview with Seamus Dever. Um, please, 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 I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging you to listen to all of our shows that we had this past week. A great week of shows. Loved every minute of them. Please listen to them starting this Monday with John Fuertes, continuing to the end of this week with the one and only Seamus Dever. Um, I do not know when I'll be back on. I've kind of been, like, lapsing and taking a few breaks here and there simply because of how I've been feeling, so I've kind of been like not going above and beyond trying to set up shows lately, but I think I will be doing some very, very soon, so look, be on the lookout for that. Uh, so I will definitely let you know when our next show is scheduled. But for now, I'm Navelle J. Lee, making sure you get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.